Slack Guy. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another episode of the Sly Guy podcast with the guy who is Sly, Dave Elliott. Welcome, one. Welcome, all. Welcome, fucking everybody. Oh, why am I so pumped up this week? I'll tell you why, because I've been busy. I've been doing fun things. I've lots to say. Anytime I do fun things, it's as an old man. You're, I'm never happy fully. I'm never going to say something. I'm never going to go, listen, I've had a great week. I'm always going to say, I've had a great week, but something's happened that I have to complain about. And this is no different. This is why people listen to this podcast. They listen to me give off. And last night, positive, I went to the first concert I've been to in years. I was going to say what feels like years, but it is years because of COVID and everything else. I went to see Tom Jones. Ah! offensive at the uh, Custom House Square in Belfast and before I get into the ins and outs of the actual concert the man still got it Tom Jones at 81 years old just sounded like Tom Jones at I imagine 20 although that would have been 60 years ago and I my my dad wasn't even born 60 shit I was going to say I'd be living in my dad's balls but I, w- I, w- I wouldn't even be because I don't think I don't I don't know science. Can you be living in your dad's balls if your dad's not born? Whoa, Twilight Zone. I don't know. But what I'm saying is he still got the voice. He was singing all the hits, all the classics. You know, Sex Bomb, Green Green Grass at Home, Delilah, which, by the way, everyone's singing Delilah last night. My, 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 Delilah. Loving it. Without realising it's just fully about him murdering a girl. You know, which, I mean... So yeah, it was a good show. Tom can sing, can't dance as well as he used to. Now, back in the day, Tom used to he used to do a bit of gyrating. He used to do a bit of shaking, I guess you could call it. He also, I mean, not shaking because that sounds like he's got Parkinson's or something, but like you know, shaking his booty. And like even in when he was in his sixties and stuff, and he was you know doing doing the song with like the cardigans and the stereophonics and stuff, um, he was still kind of burning down. The house. He would throw a jump in. He would whoo. But, like, last night he was just standing still. 81, respect that he still built out the tunes. But see, when he was younger, the guy could move. I found this little clip of him um, where I don't know, I don't even know exactly what it is he's doing here. But to me, it looks like he's just using the humping motion uh, as a way to transport himself. So he's just humping along. And, like, watch his, his feet don't even leave the ground. He's just using... The thrust of his... He's using his pelvis and his crotch to just move forward. And that's an impressive sight. I've not seen another man... Like, I mean, to be fair, if I was in a bar and saw a man essentially just fuck himself towards me, I would probably be slightly perplexed. But if it's Tom Jones, think classic. And I mean, this clip, just look at it. Glorious. And by the way, what are we tuning that as he's doing it to as well? It makes you feel like you're in your holidays in Spain or something. But yeah, the guy's got moves... The guy's got a voice, and it was just, it was good to be out now. I don't know if, I think I might have spoken about this on my Patreon podcast, which, by the way, on a side note, Patreon now has 75 bonus podcasts. There's 75 episodes of the bonus podcast available on Patreon. So if you want to, for £2 a month, get another 75 bonus podcasts, you can do that by going over to Patreon and type it in Sly Guy Podcast, it'll come up along the screen here so you can see what it is. Go to that. It's in the link. But yeah, you can get 75 bonus episodes where I kind of am a wee bit more candid. I just tell people's private secrets and all, but it's fine. Um, But I spoke about it there that um, at the weekend I had a mild panic attack 
I think. And then last night, Tom Jones again. Now, I don't know if this is something I've just developed because I'm becoming soft as shit in my old age or because it's to do with COVID. But I definitely felt a bit awkward last night. Now, going in, obviously, you know people have been vaccinated and they've, they've had their three passports and all, all that to get in. It was grand. But see, coming off the back of COVID, people have just become shit. Like, when people were just standing where's in crowds before, he could have said, oh, excuse me, can I just you know, get past you there and blah, blah. Last night, they were just, like, standing there like a fucking terracotta army. It's not moving. You're like, oh, excuse me, can I get past? And then you're having people turn around being like, I don't know, can you? And I'm looking at the person being like, well, you're a five-foot-two, seven-year-old woman. Yes. If I really wanted to get past, I could probably grab you by your head and maybe shake your body off your head. You know, I just threw your head away if I really wanted. So, yes, I could physically get past you, but I'm a polite man. I just was, you know, I said, excuse me. And now I could hear people sort of mouth and be like, he's going to fucking stand in front of me. Bastard and fucking. And at this time, I'm thinking, no, I'm not I'm not going to stand in front of you. I merely need to get past you through, you know, your, the sea of plebeians and get myself to the VIP section because that's where I was watching the concert from. So, yes, I do want to get past you, but not so I can stand in front of you and be squished like a sardine watch Tom Jones no so I can go to the VIP and get bar access toilet access and I can stand above you and if I wish just go fucking twats <laughs> which I did do you know I just want to point out I did do that however going in my wife Catherine was going through first because again I always have this thought I, I'm a very big man to travel in crowds you know, I'm very big, very wide. I like to view people that come as like like the bow of the ship. They sort of break through the wave of people and then I come through afterwards. I was going to say ringing a bell, never doing that. But making the way there, it was, it was Catherine and actually a girl that worked for Cool FM. She was like trying to lead the way to be like, I'll show you where the VIP area is. And I was like, thank you, fucking cheers. And she was sort of leading us through. But then people weren't even letting her through. Just like old people. Like people in their 50s standing firm. Being like, you're not fucking getting past me. I've been here waiting for Tom Jones from fucking two this afternoon. He's not on the nine. I'm fucking not moving. And it was just hard. And then one woman actually stopped me. And I watched the password. And I went, um, this. And it's not a girl. No, it didn't. Um, but I should have done. I should have just gone, boom, there's a password for you. But yeah, I just went, I don't know. And she went... <laughs> Please, and I went. Oh, fuck. I said, please, about fuck four times, and I got to the point before getting through people. I was actually saying to them rather than just saying, "Excuse me," I was saying, "Oh, excuse me, can I just get past you?" I'm actually just using this as a throughfare. I'm not actually going to be stopping in front of you to prevent your view of the show. I'm just going to. And by that point, I was just getting stressed. I lost Catherine. I lost the cool FM girl. I just started sweating. I was like, "Am I just going to have a heart attack or a panic attack amongst the sea of people who hate me for apparently just blocking their view of Tom Jones?" which wasn't even the case. You know, so eventually when I got through the people into the VIP area, I could do what I want. I could walk about, I could sit on on bollards because it was it was quite a unique area, but I could get served at the bar, go to the toilet. It was relieved. It took me about 20 minutes to just stop sweating. All my gel just run down my face. I could feel the back of me just being all sweaty. I was like, oh no, this is just terrible. But I mean, thankfully, you'll be glad to know um, your hero, the king, of North Down made it through the, the, the plebeians of Belfast in the VIP section. Thankfully, I was unharmed. Thankfully, I was I, I felt like, you know, in Game, Game of Thrones, whenever Joffrey's in, like, the wee, uh, the wee, like, wooden thing to carry him in, like, a wee carriage that they carry him through the crowds, and he's all like, oh, get away from me. That's how I felt. I felt there should have been somebody there. I should have had a mountain or a Sir Murren Trent 
Trant, sorry, to look after me. You know, I should have, Ian Beatty should have been there to look after me. That's what should have been happening there. Wasn't the beat, but it was a good show. And once I got away from the people that were abusive, I did think to myself, isn't this nice? Isn't it nice to be back at a concert? Yes, yes, I'm away from the plebs. That's fine. Yes, I'm away from the common folk. Yes, and, and if I ever go to another concert, well, that, yes, I don't think I'll ever mingle with common folk again. Certainly not outside North Down. You know, maybe at Ward Park at a snow patrol, I might, I might, I might meander in. You know, or like a Foy Vance or something. I maybe meander in at a distance, just so there's not people, to, but not people touching me. Be very uncomfortable. But it was it was nice to see people having a good time. It was nice to see people enjoying a concert. It was nice also to um, to think that you know if you you know if you get vaccinated. Now again, this is not. A, I got a lot of people being like, "Oh, you're just you're falling, you're falling victim to the government." I'm like, "Here, yeah, I don't care. I just want people to go to things. You know, I, I don't care. There's already been far worse in my body than whatever. But I just want to be able to. And that that made me think. Oh, maybe again there will be some normality." come back so it was nice and it was just it was nice to see people happy and what was quite funny my wife Catherine said something to me last night that made me laugh a lot and now this has maybe happened twice in the the, the years we've been together she looked at me and she was like it's nice to see you smile and I went what do you mean she goes and then this is such a precise and specific insult but also 100% accurate she also goes normally you're just sitting there with a fucking grumpy face cutting mushrooms and I thought, boy, it's like, yeah, a lot of time I'm sitting in the kitchen with just loads of mushrooms going fucking, I mean, and if anyone's out there cutting mushrooms happily, please get in touch and let me know what I'm missing out on. But yeah, a lot of my days just spent, especially when I'm on, that's another thing, I'm on a diet at the minute, so I'm fucking cutting mushrooms, you're fucking raging. She goes, yeah, it's nice to see you smiling, having a good time, rather than just being so miserable cutting mushrooms. And I was like, yeah, so anytime now I think I'll cut mushrooms going forward, it'll give me a little giggle um, at that. But it was, it was a fun night. Um... And it was good to be back. It was good to see Tom Jones again. I actually had a couple of um, a couple of cold beers. I say cold beers, cold shandies. I was driving. I had two shandies in Henry's beforehand. And it was nice just to go there. Felt like a wee bit of a date. Walk over, watch the show. You know, all good. Um, which is, is promising for me because I quit drink forever on, um, on, on, on Monday. So I lasted a day of quitting drink forever. But I mean, a shandy's not really alcoholic, is it? So I'll not count that. But I am... Um, I went away with some mates over the weekend and we went to the North Coast. Again, I speak at this, I speak about this at um, heart-wrenchingly long detail on the Patreon podcast. So if you want to hear the ins and outs of that, go and check that out. But I um, I just, I had a moment when I was there, you know, you know, whenever you're there with your mates that you're, you're obviously been friends with um, for so long, you know, um, and you just think to yourself, you know, it's nice to be back there at mate with your mates and all. It's all good. Then you think to yourself, you know, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was. You know, we were all there. We were drinking, basically just sitting in bars, drinking for two days. And there was one point that I had an epiphany. You know, I remember I was sitting on one end of the table. I was looking at my mates at the other end of the table who were, you know, they were having a good time, not really causing any harm. Annoying people, for sure, but maybe not causing any harm. And I just remember looking up the end of the table and I just thought to myself, in true Danny Glover style, I'm too old for this shit. You know, I'm down there, I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, you're just like the oldest swingers in town. Just, we shouldn't be here. We should be at home, watching Love Island, drinking Ovaltine. 
not being in a bar singing songs. I just thought to myself, you know, I'll do the right thing. So I brought a few of my mates outside the bar, around the back, and I shot them like a dead horse. Killed two of my mates. Just like, I'm sorry, guys. In the long run, this will be better for you. And it's a patronising thing to say to anyone, this will be better for you. But yeah, so I, I realised that maybe my powers of, of drinking and, and lasting the pace are gone. As a 34-year-old man, I am over the hill. I always thought... You know, being on stag dues and stuff, you go to them, you elevate yourself to another level, you get yourself psyched up, you get pumped up, you somehow pull through. But when it's not a stag dude, it's just a wee weekend away. There's nothing to it. You know, you just can't do it anymore. And I thought, you know, I'm done. I thought in that instant, that's me. And it was sad, but it was also nice. So I was glad to get home, glad to put my feet up, glad to get my wee, uh, you know, my totes, toasties on. Or that was all totes, wee socks with the wee grips in the bottom. Yeah, it's glad to get those on. Glad to get a cuddle, and I just feel about normal again. So yeah, I think Tom Jones was good. Made me feel nice. Made me feel back to normal again. And then this morning, I was back up walking the dog early doors again. And that to me, right as an old, right. See if you said this to me six years ago. If you were like, "What'll be your favorite thing in the world in six years?" and you and I said to you, "Just me and my dog going for a walk," I would say, "You know, out the bar around the back." But that that's it for me now. Walking the dog's my favourite. But I think I enjoy walking the dog so much because I can complain about other things. And I think the more things I do, the more things I get to complain about. And the more I enjoy doing things, the more I find I complain about things. And that's what I enjoy doing. And, and that's how you know you're an old man, you like complaining. I went out today to walk the dog. And it was quite a it was quite a strange um scenario because I went walking with a dog obviously you've got your gear to walk the dog um, your cat just to get you, get you through the morning um, you've got your like your wee bag of doggy treats and then you got like your your poop now Ben see whenever you're out walking your dog do you have a bag of dog treats uh, uh, no do you have uh, poo bags yep. what what way do you bring your poo bags right see you've got a wee a wee bag with poo bags in it so do I I've got a wee bag with treats in it as well. Uh, they're both connected to one because I'm an organised man and I clip that to my belt. So I'm like, I'm, I'm the ultimate dog walking guy. You the dog as well. Sometimes the dog goes on. I'm actually going to get one of those wee, um, one of those wee round the waist things to, to clip them on and I might get a sled. I've seen a guy just going through banger with like loads of fucking huskies on a sled before and I've gone, oh, I like that style. I might just try and like breed my golden retriever, just get really big and strong and just... That, that'll be it. That'll be the chariot of the King of North Downs being dragged <laughs> along Sea Cliff Road by a very exhausted young golden retriever. But, um, yeah, that was it. So I was out walking this morning and I discovered a bit of a dilemma, let's just say. I was walking along and I discovered a big pile of shit on the footpath, which wasn't my dog shit. So I looked at it and I went, should I pick that up? And then I thought to myself, I should Nobody should leave dog shit. That gets me really annoyed. See, if you have a dog and you don't pick up its shit, you're the worst in the world. You always at least have to try to pick up the shit. Like I've said before, when Vinny had the runs, that was a nightmare. But I was down there with two bags trying to scoop it up. Yes, it was pouring between the bags and then my fingers down my sleeves. And then, the, yeah, I tried though. But see, people just let their dog shit and don't pick it up. You guys are the worst in the world. 
people who don't pick up their dogs, people are like, I'm like a modern day hippie now. I just go swimming in the sea. I don't put my dog on a leash because the dog actually has um, a human's personality because it's gone through like the, the rivers of Capricorn, Sagittarius and blah, 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 and the stars and this and that. And it's re- reincarnated as its dog so it can shit where it wants. I'm like, no, if your dog shits, pick it up. So I picked up this dog shit from the ground this morning. And as I was walking along, my dog did a shit too. So I was like, oh no, I've got this dog shit in my hand. And it dawned on me, I said, I've just been walking around with someone else's dog shit in my hand. Like, it's not a bit weird. Like, if you take it totally out of context, if you take my dog away, I would have picked that shit up if I had a bag of me, regardless, because I don't like shit being left anywhere. And I'm assuming it's a dog shit. You know, you look down at it, it looks like a dog shit. But also dog shits kind of look like human shits. So what if it was just a person that did a shit? Like, do you remember the time, Ben, whenever I went to the boy town and I stood in the human shit and I got the human shit in my mouth? It's not a day goes by. Yeah. Not a day goes by and he doesn't think about that. But that is the grossest thing that's ever happened to me. Like, how did that happen again? For those of you that didn't know this story, when I was doing the Boy Town podcast, we had an office space, which was, it was a decent enough space, wasn't it? No, it was shit, wasn't it? It sucked balls. It was too dear. It was like, you had to like climb across, like you had to go down this really stinking dingy alleyway around the back through like a fucking fly tipping spot and up these dark, dark steps. Stone dark steps into this just shithole. Slippy dark steps. Um, and a slippy roof yeah basically we we paid an extortionate amount of money to potentially paralyze ourselves on many health and safety concerns but this one particular day i had walked up um into the office and then we're in the office and again me being me started giving off and i was like who the fuck smells of shit I was like, what are you dirty bastards just fucking stinking of shit in here? And I was going around like looking at Ben being like, you stinking shit? And then he's like, no, I haven't. I was like, shit, have you stinking shit? And he's like, no. And then Ben sort of went to me, looked down, and I just looked down, and it's just a big doll of shit. <laughs> Stuck to my shoes, and then I watched everywhere that I've walked, shit just everywhere, just shit all around. It's like, oh no. Now I've given off about it, I gotta, I gotta try to be a bit more humble because it's me that's brought the shit. So I was like, oh, don't worry, I'll try and clean it. So we ended up having to clean all this shit. And it's how, how stinking was it, Ben? How much did that shit smell? Horrendous, right? So that's fine. So then I just cleaned all the shit up and whatnot. That's fine. All good. Got it all sprayed. Got it off my shoe. Raging. I was like, what sort of fucking dirty bastard with this dog shit around here? Oh, I'm fucking giving off. And then um, before we started recording the podcast, I looked at my hand. <laughs> and there's a brown, like a brown stain on my hand. And in a heartbeat, like, this thought went through my head so quick. It was, we're drinking coffee. I surely don't have shit on my hands. It's bound to just be coffee. Rather than go, I'll wash it off to be sure. I went, I'm this confident that it's coffee. I'm going to lick it. So I went, "Mm wasn't coffee. (laughs) It was shit. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, I've just licked dog shit. So then I had to go and just, like pour mints in my mouth and water try not to boke and that's fine you know I just about was like oh my god I've licked dog shit just about fair enough to cope with that <laughs> then on the way out you have to go down the slippy roof down the dangerous slippy steps through the rubbish have my phone light on I'm like, like I'm finding this dog shit so I don't walk in this dog shit again I actually picked again being such a fucking a dork I picked a stick up to scoop the shit away so we didn't stand the shit as we went so as we go with lights look down see the shit but beside the shit 
is a roll of toilet paper. And beside that is a roll of shitty toilet paper. So someone's obviously gone around there with a bog roll, done a shit, wiped their ass, thrown the shitty paper down and just left it there. I've stood in the shit, gone up to my office, walked human shit around the office and then proceeded to lick human shit off my hand. And that was a fun day at the office, let's just say. And I've not forgotten about that ever since. Now, is that the only time I've ever eaten shit, I hear you ask? No, I've eaten shit on two other occasions. Both of those shits belong to my daughter. Now, the first time I ate her shit was kind of innocent. It's gross, but innocent. I um, was making carrots, right? And that was fine. And, and I thought there was a bit of carrot on the ground, which I dropped. So I picked it up, ate it, thought nothing of it. Swallowed it, wee carrot, no problem. Then my baby had had to have her nappy changed, and when I pulled open her nappy, it was just loads of these cuts up bit of carrot in her nappy. So what had happened is she had eaten a load of carrots for her dinner. I had an unbeknownst to me, passed it all out, just basically as carrot, a bit had slipped out of her nappy, gone on the floor. I thought, oh, a bit of carrot for my dinner, edit. Now, that's not the worst eating shit story. I'll tell you, no. <laughs> now, what I will say is, is both these are with my firstborn daughter, so I've learned to not eat things with my second I'm much more intelligent when it comes to this the second time same thing happened now this again won't happen now because I have a dog and I'd eat whatever's on the floor but I thought to myself what she loved to eat more than anything at that particular stage was, was blueberries she loved wee blueberries that's fine so what I thought you know every morning you put me blueberries out for that's grand so I thought this particular occasion again I'm cooking probably cutting mushrooms to be fair really angrily in the kitchen she's in her high chair I just looked down the floor and see a blueberry just sitting on the floor. It must have just dropped from whenever I was making a wee fruit salad. So I was thinking nothing of it. Reached down, pick up the blueberry, pop it in my mouth, chew down. <laughs> it's not blueberry. It's just an actual lump of, of baby shit. Like an actual pebble of shit. Now, I didn't swallow it and mush it on my tongue, but I, I crushed it on my teeth and I had my own daughter's shit in my teeth. I don't know. And that was, I think, I nearly booked after that. And then, see, when I changed her nappy after that, it was just loads of, like, little blueberries that, you know, pretty awkward. So, yeah, I have a bit of a history of eating shit. Um, let's be fair. Not just doing stand-up. Generally, in life, I have eaten shit. Now, accidentally eating your own child shit, you know, you could probably forget about that. But licking an unknown adult human shit is something you can't get past. So, yeah. Anyway, back to the story. I'm walking through the streets of Bangor with a bag of shit in my head hoping it's a dog shit but if you take my dog away isn't that a real weird scenario like imagine you're just you don't have a dog someone walks up to you and like alright mate what's that you got oh it's just shit and he's like alright is your dog about no don't have a dog and then the guy will go why just walk around with a bag of human shit and you can be like nothing else to do bro you know Covid and he's pretty what so yeah, so I picked up the shit. I did a good turn by picking up the shit. My dog did a shit. I have two bags of shit. And then I just thought to myself, I'm doing a good deed here. I'm like a superhero, aren't I? Like Captain Captain Feces. Maybe that's what it... Maybe that Shit, Ben! Maybe that's what it is. When I ate the shit, it's like when Spider-Man got bit by the spider. <laughs> and that's why I felt the need. Like, I've just got shit sense. I see the shit in the ground. I'm like, oh, I must pick this up. Hope, Thankfully, now the sense is no longer, I must pick this up and eat it. I'm shit, man. <laughs> I just pick it up and put it away, thankfully. So it did that. But, I mean, who knows what's going to happen to me next. Anytime you're taking a shit, just look down the toilet bowl between your... <laughs> look down the toilet bowl between your legs and you might be greeted with, Captain Shit, <laughs> just appearing. Or, or I mean... 
what a better name, said Captain Shit. Have like some sort of religious connotation and call me Father Feces. I could just be yeah, like just a little brown. Can somebody please mock this up? If you're listening to the podcast, I want the comic book cover of me as Father Feces with a wee brown, <laughs> wee brown necklace, Father Feces, and I want this slogan to be "Will eat your shit." That's it, and that's been what I've been up to this week: eating shit, enjoying Tom Jones, and drinking too much. How long have I been talking for here, Ben? I have no idea. About 25, that will do me rightly. It said earlier, actually, about Patreon. I just want to remind you again the Patreon is hip-hop happening at the minute. There's stuff going on. Some people say it's a wee bit like the Arsenal team. It's a little bit in transition, but once we get to where we're going, Ben, the, the glory days are coming back. But I tell you what, just while I'm talking about Arsenal briefly, I swore at the end of last season I would never buy another Arsenal kit, ever. I've bought two ready this season. Because they're too nice. The two of them, they're just too nice. So Arsenal are mugging us off by making the beautiest ever kits and playing the shittest ever football. But I'm fine with it. It's grand. But we'll ignore that. Um, but yeah, Patreon's over there. Uh, once again, Ben will put it up along the bottom of the screen. Um, Patreon.com forward slash podcast. You get, as I said earlier, 75 now bonus episodes. There's a weekly um, bonus podcast. It's on video and it's on audio. We also are in the midst of the Champions League of Weird. We're getting pardon me, to the end of the group stages now, going to knockout stages, it's all getting very exciting. Also, there's a bit of discussion I'm having with patrons at the minute in terms of what the next bonus podcast project will be. Um, I've had a lot of people messaging me on Patreon and I've enjoyed that. That's the medium I want you to get at me at. Give me some advice. What sort of stuff would you like to see from Captain Shit, from Father Faces? What do you want to see? And Father Faces will deliver. Blessed be my child. That eat shit. I don't know if that works. It's just, it's just getting creepy now. Like, how does Father Feces baptize you? Like a monkey at the zoo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get over to Patreon. It's a good time. Um, speaking of a good time, shit, this weekend I'm definitely not drinking because I'm gigging. I'm gigging, gigging, gigging. I've loads of gigs. I'm gigging. I'm at the Stand Hall Festival. If anyone's about Limavati, I mean, I don't know if anyone said this. See if anyone's about Limavati on Friday afternoon. Swing by the Sand Hall Festival and see me do some stand-up. I'm on, um, I think, at like a quarter to four, maybe, or four, something like that. But I'm there for, for half an hour doing stand-up. It'll be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. Then after that, I have, this This is the one I'm looking forward to. Shane is doing a show at the Open House Festival um, in, in Bangor. And I am doing support for him. Now... I just want to say on that note, the Open House Festival did not invite me, the King of North Down, the King of Bangor, to perform in not only his hometown, in I own the Wall Garden. That is my garden. They would not let me perform in my own garden. They've got people coming down, people like Shane, people like Colin Geddes, people like Paddy Raff, in my kingdom, without me signing papers. So I'm coming down there to open for Shane, to give off directly to the Open House Festival. I'm going to get on the mic at that show and I'm going to have it out with the Open House Festival for not booking the King of North Down in his hometown town. And I'm going to say, guys, listen, see in a year or two when I'm playing War Park, you're not welcome. You're banished. Get yourself to the swamp with Shrek because Lord Fuckwad has said you're not coming. All right, so I'm very much going to have words on Friday and see if the words on Friday aren't enough. I'm going back on Sunday to do it again if I'm not barred and see if I'm barred 
my knights will rally, the sly hearts will rally, the rider slides will rally. I will storm the wall garden. Can you do it dressed as Father Feces? I will do it dressed as Father Feces. Maybe that's how we attack. Maybe we get the sl- rider slies, the sly hearts, just the fans of feces. That, that, what do they call the choir of feces? Oh, maybe oh, just wall loads of shit. There you go. And then, but you know what? The sort of be the behind the wall garden will probably be like that. You know what you'd love to do? Get the organizer of the open house festival. Be like, yeah, there's some fucking fertilizer for your roses. Oh, have some of that. You fucking ignorant bastard. Not booking the king of North Down in his ba- own back garden. You know what I might do? There's a big can. There's a big flipping. What's those things called? Outside space, like. It's like a tent. What are they called? A big. I'm gonna burn the gazebo. Go set the gazebo on fire. I'm gonna smash the greenhouse windows. I'm going to drive a digger into the wall garden. I'm gonna destroy the wall garden. So hopefully, guys, if you're there to see that, it'll be a spectacle. Now, if I'm not arrested from doing that on Friday. I'm at the vault in East Belfast on Saturday night. Now, unfortunately, there's no point in me even talking about this because it's sold out. But it'll be a fun time. I'm working on lots of new stuff at the minute. And Ben, guess what? I have an announcement. I have an announcement that I can't announce yet. But all I'm going to say is, on the 19th of September, keep it free. It's a Sunday night. There may or may not be a gig taking place somewhere. It may or may not be my best of slash new stuff that's not going on Pillow Talk Show and our stand-up for me and friends. Which, by the way, I can't announce yet, but that may be the case. It may or may not be being filmed so I can get promotional material to promote Pillow Talk. May or may not be. Can't say any more. But all I'm saying is get your diary. 19th of September, Ben. 19th of September everywhere. Keep it free. That's all I'm saying. Oh, where are we at? And speaking of free Ulster Hall, there's still some tickets left there. What what I learned last night was, A, I'm above a lot of common people because I'm a VIP and I'm special. Also, I learned that it looks like if people are, are vaccinated and are not suffering COVID, you'll be allowed to see things again. You'll be allowed into crowds again. You'll be allowed at gigs. So that gives me confidence that my Ulster Hall show on Friday the 17th of December will take place. Tickets are available in the link of this podcast whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening wherever you listen the link is there get on buy your tickets because the tickets you know I'll be, I've always said I'll be honest they have been moving they've slowed a bit need them to move again get your tickets now because they're going to start moving once more when I actually do some PR for it so do that that'll be a lot of fun to see you there also speaking of YouTube what, like a lot of people are watching the YouTube so, so go and join it don't just listen to the audio subscribe on Spotify subscribe on Apple subscribe on YouTube and make sure you share like if you're listening to the podcast on your audio just take a wee screenshot and pop it in your Insta stories helps the podcast we haven't done a big push for promo in a while Benny's over there being worked to the bone and he's making videos this week it's going to be a good time um, so get on there I do appreciate it and you know what else I appreciate Ben I appreciate my sponsors I appreciate Bebe Adriano's who are now the multi award winning burrito bar and high street and banger they've just been specially commended as a healthy takeaway spot I mean what what else do I prefer delicious takeaway food and being a physique guy nothing I prefer than that apart from a dog and cut mushrooms other than that nothing 
So get the Bebe Adrianos. It's a smashed spot. I cannot recommend it enough. They do a range of anything you want. They've got burritos. They've got bowls. They've got salad bowls. But most of all, if you're just if you're not on a diet, if you're just there to have a good time, you want the taste experience, you want the taste sensation, you want the, mm, the taste supreme, get their delicious box meals. Whether it's a trademark dirt box, which is half chips, half rice, chicken, chili con carne, beef, pulled pork, peppers, onions, tomato salsa, sweet corn salsa, uh, cheese, and a sauce of your choice, or the dirty cock and cow box. I don't know why I did that's probably not going to be productive. But anyway... That's marinated steak, Mexican chicken fries, sweet potato fries, peppers, onions, tomato and corn salsa with lettuce and a sauce of your choice. And you know what the sauce of the Sly Guy podcast is? Smoked paprika. And Ben, what do we like to get as well? Because you, you get it all the time. I tried it during that video and it's fucking delicious. Salt and chili chicken. Did you get it in a burrito? A burrito bowl. A burrito bowl. I got it in a burrito and it was a just... You know what? I'm on a diet. My mouth's hungry, and I might have to stop there on the way home. And my wife will be crossing me, and I'll have to go on this exercise bike. I don't care. It's delicious. Bebe Adriano's is the place to be. Download their bespoke app to get ten percent off your first um, order, or give them a call at OT at nine one four seven nine nine double eight. That's OT at nine one forty seven double nine double eight, and say. Big Davy sent you. I'm loving it when people go to Bebe Adriano's and send me messages on Instagram of them talking into a big burrito. That was going to sound pervy there. I was going to say, I love it when people go to Bebe Adriano's and send me pictures on their Instagram. They're dirty cock and cow bosses. Like, people are sending me photos of their cocks and people are sending me photos of their boxes and I love it. The dirtier and greasier, the better. Go to Bebe Adriano's. It is delicious. And see if you don't want to just eat a dirty cock and cow box and you just want to eat a nice clean cock. Go to manscaped.com because this is the new tool for pubic grooming. Ben, have you heard of the lawnmower 1.0? I haven't. Have you heard of lawnmower 2.0? Have you le- heard of lawnmower 3.0? I have you heard about this? Please tell me, David. This is the lawnmower 4.0. Oh shit, this is the most advanced pubic hair trimmer on the planet now again I've never been to another planet so I can't actually say if there are better ways to remove your pubic hair say on Mars could be say on Saturn maybe Uranus definitely grooming needed in Uranus but this lawnmower 4.0 is as good a shave as I have ever given my balls and dick and you know the thing about it is I know some people out there like a bit of pain like a bit of suffering like to snag their scrot in razors like to cut their dicks I for one want to you know what fuck it I don't care benefits I'm going on the record to say I don't like scything my bollocks and dick I don't I like a smooth shave like to remove pubic hair keep myself neat and tidy and clean you know on the very like it's like you know whenever people like the, like you keep yourself fit if you're an athlete you keep yourself fit on the off chance you might be called up to games you know I like to keep my pubes short on the off chance I might get sucked off I never know what can happen but I'm always ready I'm always ready to go to war I keep myself fit in case I'm needed need in the front line I keep my pubes short in case I'm going to get sucked off you never know when you can get sucked off where you can get sucked off but you've got to be ready to be sucked off and that's what Manscaped are trying to do they're trying to get you sucked off they're trying to get you ready to be sucked off they're trying to get you sucked off here in Northern Ireland they're trying to get you sucked off down south in Ireland they're trying to get you sucked off in England Scotland, Wales all across Europe and the United States they're trying to get you sucked off 
by using the lawnmower 4.0. That's right. You heard it right here. Manscaped have said it. They're trying to get you sucked off. Over 200 million men worldwide trust Manscaped, and you can experience it too if you use the code SlyGuy at Manscaped.com. That's SlyGuy. It's along the bottom here at Manscaped.com. The link's in the bio. 20% off and free shipping if you're getting sucked off with a clean shaven dick this upgraded trimmer is a multi-function on and off switch that can engage a travel lock it also has the ability to turn 4000 led spotlight on so your dick is going to look like it's on a movie set baby your penis is going to look like james dean and i mean james dean with your balls so clean that's what you can be with this lawnmower <laughs> 4.0 you can now customize the sizes to see whether you want to use a one all over a four all over whatever all that matters is this is the best ball hair body trimmer on the market get 20 percent off and free shipping and use the code sly guy the sly guy podcast is also brought to you in association with long-term sponsors and friends modest beer modest are an independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers brewed and canned here in hollywood for now it's actually now being brewed elsewhere because it's they got so much support from this podcast. If they'll get new premises, I can't say where it is because, yes, the premises may or may not be owned by paramilitaries, but that's not for me to say. What I can say, though, is if you want to know more about Modest Beer, contact them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Modest Beer or go to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk to find the nearest stockist. And by the way, Ben, we need to arrange the Modest Beer tasting night for the Patreon as well, so we'll get that sorted. At some stage. How long have we been talking for? Uh, just under 40 minutes. Nice. Let's get into listeners' questions, get wrapped up, go home, get myself a dirty cotton cow box and get my balls shaved. John Joe has said, nice new black logo. Yes, what I did. Ben, can you pop this logo up on the screen here? I popped the new black logo on, on the call for questions this week. It's just a wee logo we haven't used before. It's not a new logo. It's just a wee variation of colour. But will it look sexy on posters? Yes. Will it look sexy on t-shirts? Yes. Ben... Are we, should we just get somebody else on board to help with, with merch? Because I don't want to do it and I know you don't want to do it. So if anybody knows a way where people can go to a website and pay a bit of money to get my merch that I don't have to do anything, please help me. That's all I want to know. But yeah, did I fling a pair of my knickers onto Tom Jones's stage last night? Well, if you know anything about me, you would know I do not wear pants. So what I did, as Father Feces would do, was threw my own feces at Tom Jones instead. I wasn't wearing boxers. I had to think of the spot. I reached down, pooped in my hand, and I flung it, <laughs> like Shoy Bakhtar, very niche reference, on the stage and hit Sir Tom up the face. And he loved it. He had it, gobbled it up. <laughs> Tom Jones gobbles shite, and I love it. Um, Naomi has said, do people like this go in your bin for sea swimmers? Let me see. Story. Man slams pal who asked him to transfer him 34p for eating a few fries at dinner. A man took to TikTok to expose his mate's petty, petty request after they went out for dinner and users were horrified. Many going as far as to say the pal was the worst type of person. A man was left stunned after his mate asked him to transfer him some money. Um, dividing up dinner bill right now and you'd some of my fries right yeah so send me some money you know what no I man I'm going to say no I don't think that guy's one of the worst guys what I am going to say is I think that the worst guy on this particular occasion is the guy that put a video on TikTok to be a little bitch about it 
Yeah. See, if, if my friend said to me, yeah, you had a couple of my chips, you owe me 34p, you know what I'd say to him? You open your mouth. And he would say, are you going to put some more fries in? I'd be like, no. Big water shit in your mouth from Father Feces. Do not expect me to give you 34p, you tramp. This guy shouldn't be going on TikTok looking for likes, being like, my friend asked for 34p. Are you that big a tramp? You can't make a purpose of, of of giving 34p to your stupid trampy friend. It's clearly too much of a fucking twat to not deal. It annoys me. I think that guy's worse. Going on TikTok, being a little bit. And the guy, you know what? He looks like an old guy. Here's the thing. See if you're over the age of 25. Don't be on TikTok. In fact, if you're over the age of 18, don't be on TikTok. If you're an adult, don't be on TikTok unless unless you like to see children dancing. If you're an adult and you like to see children dancing, by all means, be on TikTok. But that's fine. If you're over 18 and you don't like to watch children dancing, don't be on TikTok. That's fine because that's all there is on TikTok. Children dancing and it's just weird. Now, some other comedians have said to me, oh, you've got to be on TikTok, man. You've got to put clips of your podcast on TikTok. It's going to get all these likes, you know. And, and then I just thought to myself, but it doesn't translate. You know, people are on TikTok aren't going to be going, oh, this podcast really great. I better go and check out his live show. Oh, this video on TikTok so great. I've watched this so many times. His rants and the podcast are so funny. I need to go and see him at the Ulster Hall. No, they're probably actually going to go, Mommy, can we go and see Frozen on Ice? Because they're children. If you're an adult, don't be on TikTok. Unless, as I said, you like watching kids dancing. Because you're an adult on TikTok, that's a fact. You're there to watch children dance. And my body's too big and my arms are too short to floss. So I couldn't do it. What I'm saying is TikTok is for pedophiles. End of. But thanks for the question, Naomi. Um... There we go. Liana said, what would, oh, wow, Princess Diana's McDonald's order be? You know, Mc, I don't know, RIP Princess Diana. She'd be dead a long time now, but I'd imagine she'd probably like a filet of fish. I think it's she'd probably be like half looking after her physique because, you, you know, she'd do that and give me a fruit bag. She'd take the, the filet of fish out and just eat it and then have a fruit bag. I would say... Um, Alex McGreevy said, my son won't come out by the poolside on holiday for fear that his Watchmen book might get bleached in the sun. Wow. Listen, you know what? No disrespect to your son, Alex, but the guy's a nerd. The guy is a nerd. If you're on summer holiday and you're more worried about your book getting bleached, you're a nerd. Like, people need to stop worrying about money. That's going to be the only reason that he's like, this Watchman book will be worth a bit of money in the future. Nah, fuck it. Get your books bleached in the sun. Get the, the, the pages dog-eared. You know, just enjoy the book. Enjoy the reading. Get yourself in the sun. In fact, if I was him, I'd be like, look, I don't want my book to get bleached, but since I'm in the sun, I'm pulling my trousers down, I'm gaping my ass, I'm getting my a-hole bleached because, listen, I'm saving on services. That's what I'd be doing. You're in the sun. Make the most of the sun. Enjoy it. Now, That'd be an interesting pitch. You as a father trying to tell your son to bleach his a-hole on holiday. It's worth a try. Take the book off him. Throw it in the water. Go, hey, it's fucking ruined with chlorine now. Just get out here and enjoy family time. Um, Jordan McKay said, what do you think of the new Arsenal away kit? Looks an absolute banger. As I've said, shit football. 
great kits. I bought it. Both both bastard kits this year. They fucking tricked me again. Stupid fuck. Uh, Johnny Maxwell, speaking of football, has once again taken it upon himself to set up Dave Elliott's Sly Guy League on the Fantasy Football. So if you're on the Premier League app, get yourself over there. And Ben, you put this code up on the screen. It's all lowercase. I U R number three R eight. That's I U R three R eight. And that's the code to get in. So if you want to join the Fantasy Football League, you can get in there. Now, what Johnny has suggested, which I agree with, will be the winner of this year's league, The this flipping Fantasy League. We'll get two free tickets to whatever my show is next year at the end of the season. I'll give you two free tickets and you'll get a couple of T-shirts as well because there'll be merch by then. So there you go. That's worthwhile getting involved with. Um, Dr. Daniel Gillen has said, advice for a best man speech. Hey, Dr. Daniel Gillen. My advice to you for a best man speech is listen to the podcast. I answered it last week. You're a doctor. You're clearly intelligent. It's a week where people are getting exam results and being intelligent. But you, my friend, Dr. Gillen, are a stupid bastard. Listen to last week's podcast. Get the advice. And other, otherwise, you know, go fuck yourself. Sharon has said, what about Chet Hanks? Hanks? <laughs> Chet Hanks, Chet Hanks, what about Chet Hanks being an anti-vaxxer white boy summer guy, throw him in with the sea swimmers, you know what, I haven't, I just, I just enjoy Chet Hanks because of the whole like Jamaican accent thing and then it got involved with him and he's like listen, it's all about a white boy summer and I mean technically you can either hate it or love it and I'm a white guy and I should either I should get behind the white guy somewhere. No, I definitely get your vaccination. I'm sure, especially that his dad, Tom Hanks, had COVID, nearly died. He should probably be like, hey, I'll maybe get the fax. But I think Chet Hanks is slightly mentally handicapped and respect to him. Enjoy his channels. It's a fun time. But no way, he's not a sea swimmer. Sea swimmers, right. I, ben, die rant about sea swimmers every week. Is it boring now? Are people bored of me talking about sea swimmers? Here's the thing. I don't care. This is my podcast. Get your own podcast if you don't want to listen about sea swimmers. You know what else you can do? Suck my balls and eat my shit because I don't care. Sea swimmers, I've said it before. If you want to do the act of sea swimming, do it. Don't post the same thing every day. Time stamping it at like five in the morning. I'm getting refreshed. You know what else would refresh you? Two hours in bed extra than you're up driving to Bangor where you're not living. I haven't signed up. And by the way, there was somebody, a local, a local, uh, you know what, uh, it is an actual local celeb, an actual wider than local celeb, was doing some sea swimming on a spot this week, and when I walked my dog about an hour after they had been down there doing that, there was rubbish left. So if you're going to come down to my kingdom and sea swim and post it on social media and be like, oh, I'm so class, clear up your fucking mess, or I'll pick it up and I'll put it in the bag with shit that may be human shit, maybe dog shit, and I'll throw it at you. In fact, maybe I'll just eat shit in your face. That'll freak you out, wouldn't it? Sea swimmers. Just me picking up shit. And... Anyway, that's enough for this week. See you next week. Bye. I'm the slack guy.